It's been one week and one day since we peaked. <laughs> since we peaked. Yeah, it has been. So thank you to Imogen Walters for putting us on the map yet again. She really escalated us to true fame. So here. I thought in honor of that fame, we would try recording... And by I, I mean you suggested that we record our bodies. Yeah, again. <laughs> for your viewing pleasure. And if you're listening to this on um, a streaming device. Podcast thank, device. Podcast device. Thank you so much for thank listening. Thank you so much for we, listening. Um, our physical bodies are available for viewing pleasure now <laughs> on YouTube. Shoulders and up. Shoulders and up only. Oh, uh, we'll see Sickos. if it's... <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways, let's start this off. Speaking of, Speaking which, of which, it is week 69. <laughs> so I guess we should just and go ahead and say that we recorded this entire episode already and it got fucked up and we have to re-record it. Because we're choosing to try to continue to do visuals, it's something that you guys have been asking for for a long time because you really like the way we look and we know that. <laughs> But no, I think that a lot of people are already like on YouTube and stuff like that. So they like mm -hmm. to, li to listen and see it. But one of the best parts of the podcast was that we could just literally look as haggard, haggard as we want. And if just, this doesn't skyrocket the views, we might just go back, you know, or yeah. like, we'll see what happens. Once in a while. Or if we do interviews, they'll always have a, a visual. Yeah. Unless that person so wants to remain anonymous. View us while you can. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but anyways yeah we fucked up real bad and it was the first week that we've had actual technical issues like we've had issues before yeah, but, nothing, but huge. nothing to where like we recorded it and then literally couldn't hear any of the audio um and i tried everything i know that it was just the way that we chose to record it yesterday because we were having issues figuring out the audio when we were interviewing um imogen beforehand I'm sorry, who? So anyways, I feel like this is kind of a, a shit intro, but for those of you who saw my story, uh, you knew that yesterday we were really frustrated and thank you. There was a lot of people that reached out and said, I'm really sorry that happened to you. That's really shitty. So thanks mm. for the support, guys. We are trying to do this again. It was a very intense episode mm -hmm. and, um, you know, we tried our best with it and I felt like at the end that we did a good job. Maybe the universe said, do it again, fuckers, do because again. you either didn't say the right things or maybe you could do a better thinking about it, like sleep on it kind of thing. Uh, so we're going to try the best we can to recreate yesterday's episode and mm -hmm. uh, bring new things to light. So here so it is. So essentially, because I wanted to be, when I was thinking about something we could have done better, just from the beginning, yeah. saying that the last episode that we recorded that has now gone forever into the abyss was essentially about the faded star tarot no hold on because I, I mean, well, was it about that or no it wasn't it i want it was and it wasn't so i want to back up and i want to oh, intro it up. i do i want to intro it pretty much the same way that we did yesterday as i want to propose a topic to you and i was thinking oh, okay, about okay. During a uh, full moon in Aquarius tarot reading that I was doing for myself mm -hmm. from a spread that I created myself on my Instagram, you can go over and watch it uh, or look at it. And I did a video, but <clears throat> plug, uh, I got to a card and I got really zoned out and really distracted per usual. And I just started thinking about the podcast and what we were going to talk about yesterday and all of these things. And I started thinking about a lot of conversations coming up in the tarot community 
about kind of critiquing or bringing certain issues to light or just whether people like certain things or not or whether certain things should or shouldn't be represented and there's just a lot of uh, like conversations coming about critiquing a deck or talking about the do's and don'ts or the yeses and no's kind of thing mm. um, and it made me think about when I was in art school and so I started thinking about how in art school you are required almost every class to do critiques. Mm -hmm. And I started thinking about how important that was for me as an artist and as, also as an art viewer, as someone who appreciates art and wants to know how to kind of critique it or even just come up with my own opinions about art. It was a really, really weird, vulnerable, nice, awful, important thing to do. And I started to think about like, what's the difference between critiquing fine art or just art, someone's art in general, versus uh, critiquing or giving your review on a tarot deck. Because a lot of the times it's most of the, it's most of the time based solely off of like the artwork and how things are depicted. Mm -hmm. Not always, but a lot of the times it's on based whether the images or the deck connects to you. And a lot of that is heavily reliant on the artwork. Um, and so I went live on Instagram and I kind of posed up this question to everybody else too. And we did have somebody that sent us a voice note, which we will play later on, as well as now 24 hours has gone by. We had somebody else DM me with, um, their thoughts as well, which we'll talk about. But I pose that question to you again today, you know, is there a difference, um, if there is, or isn't, you know, what, what can we talk about in the difference between kind of criticizing or having opinions and feelings on artwork versus a tarot deck or an oracle deck? So my biggest opinion was, is that yes, tarot to me is art. And yes, it's also a tool that people use. Now the issue with something like, the issue with having a representation of something like, Britney Spears on the seven of you're one. just like diving into yeah. it like we worked our way into mm -hmm. it but I can't, remember, it. I can't remember how we worked our way into go it, for it I have more delve thoughts yeah so the difference between having functional art like something to me that's functional art is something mm -hmm. like a statue where everyone has to see it or something like a tarot deck that will be used by a community it'll be posted online it's functional art it's doing something so that means it's especially open to criticism. It's especially open to critique because everyone will be viewing it against their will, if that makes sense. Like it will be open to the public to view. Mm -hmm. Whereas something like art at an art gallery is open to the public, but it's not functional art. It's not sitting in a public space necessarily. It might be though. It might be, but like usually like a painting or something isn't functional in the sense that uh, like your average painting isn't going to find its way into a village square, you know, like the way that a Confederate statue is, you know, like, so I'm thinking about art in that sense of how it I makes it. I kind of disagree, but that's okay. Keep going. So I'm thinking of that being especially like the level of critique there goes a little higher in my opinion, because more people are forced to see it, if that makes sense forced to see it and so 
the issue that I was the most fascinated by because I was late to the game for all of this was the representation of the Seven of Wands that had Britney Spears on it during her infamous 2007 moment breaking the, the car window with an umbrella. And Okay, I feel like let's let's give them a little bit more preface because more preface to like to, to that situation of like how it was brought up and mm-hmm. like I feel like yesterday we did a pretty good job with kind of easing our way into that and bringing it up mm-hmm. and so there was a deck that was mm-hmm. put up on Kickstarter called the Faded Star Tarot mm-hmm. and it had issues with certain cards beforehand i am i was extremely late to the game didn't even know about it didn't even see about it i'm not good with stuff like that until after i think katie flowers had already created a video about it so i was like missing a whole bunch of information but from what it seemed like before there was an issue with the britney spears card there was also people of color and uh, represented in maybe not the greatest ways um even Mm -hmm. if the intention was supposed to be helping it wasn't Mm -hmm. um and people didn't see it that way and then we get to the and so i think that the creator decided to change those cards because she listened to you know people's opinions and thoughts on it um and then there was the issue that came across with the seven of wands which Mm -hmm. um if you would like i think a better and more comprehensive way of explaining it and to actually watch katie flowers video you can do that. Um, and she talks about how Much she more tried beautifully to... and succinctly than yeah. I can. And, you know, also granted, please bear with us because we did just have this whole really great conversation yesterday and we're trying to kind of bring it up again. And it's kind of hard to remember what we, like, how we are went we just about now it. talking about it? Did I already mention it a few minutes ago? Exactly. Like, what's going on? So, um, yeah, so there was an issue because it depicted mental health issues in not the greatest way, and it was feeling a bit damaging. And um, His glasses are making me sweat. I know. And so uh, she had reached out to the creator, kind of saying her opinion, and the creator blocked her um, and took her comment away and made her Instagram private. And that's when I think Katie Flowers was like, mm-hmm. uh, okay, no. well, let's talk about this somewhere else then. Yeah. Um, and so Legend. I think that that might explain, because there's a lot of people that watch the podcast that are not even a part of the tarot community. So mm-hmm. I wanted to let you go, but I felt like we needed to kind of yes. like give a little bit better of I'm an glad, explanation I'm glad on you that. gave some backstory to that. Yeah. Because... The whole issue of the podcast last episode, right, is that we were forming, no, so like there is a jump that happens between knowing what you should be thinking about something. I know that I should be thinking that this card is stigma, stigma causes harm, but there's, there's also like the logical jump you have to make. Okay, why does, why, first of all, there's the jump of why should I care? And then there's the jump of why why should I agree with you? You know, there's just a bunch of logical jumps that people have to take, especially when something like this is new, new to you. And Katie Flowers did an incredible job, I think, about saying, listen, I know that a lot of people glanced over this or didn't think anything of it because it's outside the realm of your experience. And when something's outside the realm of your experience, it's literally outside the realm of your experience. You don't have any, any way to place it. Yeah. And so, like, when I'm thinking about just, like, the logical jumps that people need to take between understanding what happened, 
with the issue, like the, with the way that this all became an issue, quote unquote, is so bizarre to me because in my opinion, Katie Flowers did an incredible job about not only expressing an opinion, but expressing like a truth. And that truth made people uncomfortable. And a big part of the issue here seems to be that people don't want to be made uncomfortable. And that is an issue in two ways. That's true. If that makes sense. So part of the other thing that we brought up yesterday, because we actually didn't go like full in head first into um, talking about the faded star. I did know that we were going to get there because that was Mm -hmm. ultimately like what I was trying to get to was bringing up the idea behind, hello, Phoebe. (laughs) Would you like to come in here? Come here. Come on. Come on. Maybe have her lay in the bed. Was because um, I wanted to talk about the uh, CI. <laughs> <laughs> CI. Um, we wanted to talk about like there was other things that came up recently in the tarot world, and we talked about it in another episode a couple weeks ago, where somebody really bashed on a deck and bashed on a creator and made an inexcusable thumbnail to get views and to get clicks. And no matter what the, you know, opinion is on the deck, I just felt like <laughs> if you can see her. All right, go on down in your bed. Um, and everyone's entitled to their opinion. Uh, I do think that there is tact and there is a certain way to go about it and there is you know some ethics that could be um followed if you have them or not Mm -hmm. Uh, and it just was really making me think back to being in art school and sitting down and having someone so let me give you a couple examples of like what if you've never been in a classroom or never had an art critique before there's a couple things that could happen right so from what i remember is if it was a drawing or a painting or whatever it was, um, you know, a 3D design sculpture, everybody would sit in a chair, face towards either like a board or wherever everyone was going to be at. There was an easel. It was your turn. You came up, you put your artwork up there, and you literally stood or sat next to your artwork and literally just waited for people to tell you what they thought about it. And it's exactly what it sounds like. However, you know, everybody's looking at things from a different uh, viewpoint. Some people are like going to be a similar artist to you. And maybe they really like the way that you used the color as a technique. And maybe Mm. they point that out. But the job of it is to say, like to start with something that might not be working um, or maybe start with something that you really like about it. Then say something that maybe you think could make it better or maybe something that you don't think is working and then end on something again either reaffirming the compliment or reaffirming another thing that you like about it so that you can encourage the person and let them know that it's still great or that Mm -hmm. they're doing a good job. Here's what I think you could do better. Um, But sometimes a lot of art students are like extremely insecure or, you know, they don't really, they're, they're really introverted. So having conversation in general, especially like if you're in a new, like if you're Mm -hmm. brand new artist and you're like in school and stuff, a lot of the times you would get up there and no one would say anything. And it was, worse because you're like oh fuck like what do I do like I'm halfway through this painting I like where it's going but like it would be great to see what you guys would think 
I could make it better or should I change something now while it's still easier to do? And when nobody says anything, it's like discouraging, like my art isn't impacting people, right? So as an artist in, in waiting, you kind of want people to say things, like even if it's gonna be kind of hard mm -hmm. to hear or maybe, you know, you're like, oh, your proportions on your hand are a little off. They seem a little smaller than the rest of your That's body. The ugliest hand. Things like that. And then some people would literally be like, I don't know, I just don't get it, you know? And then you have to sit there and be like, Okay. Defend your work. Yeah, like not even defend your work, but maybe be like, okay, that's fine. Like, just take it. Like, some mm -hmm. people aren't going to like it. Um, and I was just trying to think of that in a perspective of like, mm -hmm. I'm a creator, or when I do my unboxings or walkthroughs of a deck, or if I'm talking about whether or not I like a deck or not, like what I learned from art school or how other people might not know mm -hmm. how to give a proper critique mm -hmm. um, would go right. about it's it. Like, to have specific critiques. I do like the I, the conversation that you're bringing to this podcast. I didn't mention this before, but now it's now that I've had time to brew brew yeah. on it. I like the idea of bringing in some sort of formatted critique, if that makes well, sense. You're a Virgo, and and not even just formatted critique, but people understanding the purpose of critique and yeah. people understanding that critique is a part of the art world. You know. And it always has been. Yeah. Because I remember doing art critiques when I was in high school. Yep. It's not like art critique is something new to social justice. Art critique isn't something new to anti-racist work. Like, right. This isn't just some sort of weird new phenomena where people are asking questions about art and the way that things are presented. It's always been this way. Yeah. But I think it feels especially pertinent now because it's just a bigger conversation right now. And so I like the I like the idea of having like when you go to critique something having something very specific in mind and having something that you like about it but that's maybe just my leave like I like the way you No, use I think I honestly like, think that I honestly think that 90% of the people that either review decks unbox decks or tell people their uh, like their opinions on the decks I think a big portion of the people in the community do a great job at doing a critique the way that like mm -hmm. it, it really, I don't want to should, but like, mm -hmm. I don't know how else to describe it. Like should be done. You know, if you're going to say mostly negative things about it, I think most people are still pretty good at having like, look, I didn't like the deck. Maybe you do, or here's something I did like about the deck, but mostly everything else I didn't like. Like, I think from what I've seen, it's pretty good, but every now and again, you get someone and I was trying to think about like a couple weeks ago when mm -hmm. we talked about Papa Squirrel's video of bashing the wild unknown deck and the thumbnail that he he created and even if again I want to state I have not seen the video so he could have been eloquently spoken but at my in my opinion the thumbnail was all I needed to know to let me know that it just wasn't handled well mm -hmm. if I was a teacher in a classroom and he was my student in the critique art class I would tell him that that is not appropriate and that is not a good way to kind of talk about the way you feel about someone's art and uh, to have respect uh, and so I don't know, because then you can't censor people. And that's what we talked about a lot yesterday. And that's where the conversation kind of went over to like, when is it, because we, we brought up the topic about mob mentality. We also brought up the idea around um, and, fighting for what's yeah. right fighting and who's right. to fighting, say what's right. Fighting for what's right is different. And, and a lot of people having the same opinion is not mob mentality necessarily. A lot of people voicing their opinions about something isn't because I've been seeing a lot of stuff about it can the, get there it can get but it there. doesn't mean that just because mm -hmm. the majority of people feel away that it's all of a sudden mob mentality 
and because our community is still so new and fresh, like we haven't set up those, you know, boundaries yet. We haven't set up those, there's like the, like the history, right? There's nothing to look back on and be like, remember when this happened like this? Yeah. You know, it's still so fresh and figuring out what exactly is going on even like and who who are the players here like what's going on and i'm really interested in the future of critiques i'm really interested in the future of what's going to be created uh i'm gonna toot my own horn for a second because i was thinking when i was kind of like melding the two things and i'm gonna keep bringing back to the art critique because this is what really stemmed me as like wanting to have this be the main focus of a conversation mm -hmm. um but I think that that's why a lot of people enjoyed my unboxings and that my walkthrough, my card by cards, because I really know how to take a look at an image mm -hmm. and find ways to describe it and find ways to connect to it or let you know like what I'm feeling or what I'm seeing because I was literally taught how to do that. And sometimes you just know how to do it as well. Like I felt like that came pretty easy to me in class, but some people are coming to tarot and maybe they want to have a channel and maybe they know that unboxing things or mm -hmm. maybe making a deck sounds great because you like to do art and you have a great idea, but maybe you just don't have all of the tools that are developed sharp enough yet to really make good decisions uh, mm -hmm. for the common good. You know, yeah. and it doesn't make you wrong. It doesn't make you bad. Um, but maybe you just need to hone in a little bit more on on your skills before going and about we, it. Uh, I liked what we said about it's not that I excuse any sort of behavior. It's not that I am okay with things. But on a human level, I have compassion for people that fuck up. Because, again, big mood. Skylar has fucked up yeah. big time and big not, time. Not, dealt, not dealt with the aftermath, right? Yeah. Shut, shut myself off and shut things out. And I think that sometimes people forget. I spend so much time online and like on Instagram and reading about social justice. And I'm fascinated and intrigued by this. And I really like it. I like to be a part of the conversation and see what's going on. Not everyone is, is that way. So... Some people don't understand. Some people don't feel as compelled to defend themselves. Some people don't feel as compelled to have conversations. A lot of people don't realize that, especially with, because I've talked to you about this, I really feel like we're going through some sort of social revolution right now. I with, think that's pretty apparent. And and we've, I've, I've said this a few times, there are, there are just, there's never no casualties during a revolution. So like, yeah. to me, that's like people finding themselves on the outskirts and then they only find out till it's too late. And then now they're on the outside. What I really liked that you said yesterday, and mm -hmm. I'm not exactly sure how you worded it, but I really liked how you said um, that it's hard because first of all, we're very privileged and yeah. we recognize that and a lot of the issues the original issues that stemmed from this particular tarot deck the faded star tarot you know were addressed and were um kind mm. of reworked but even then we're coming from uh, a privileged with having little to no mental challenges um and what did you, how did you word it you're like lived in experience like you'll always 
you'll always take a back seat to those who are oh, like an in living so situation. Like our opinions are When it are comes second. to having opinions, I of course have my own opinions of my own lived experience as someone with, I just don't, I don't have any diagnosed or really prominent mental illnesses. Yeah. Uh, that doesn't mean that I don't have like opinions about things, but when it comes to something like, something like art that, could potentially be causing direct harm to a group of people or or an image that reinforces stigma i will always make sure that my opinion is taking a backseat to, to the lived there. experience yeah. of someone else i liked the who way has you said that. who has more than an opinion it's, to me a lived experience is more than an opinion mm -hmm. it's lived that doesn't mean that a lived experience can't be laced with opinions about your perception about what happened and like stuff like that, obviously, whatever nuanced, we all know what's going on there. But I, I do think it's important to listen to what people are saying about how they're being impacted by things and making sure that, especially while someone else is sharing their opinion about, not even opinion, while someone is sharing a lived experience, you always need to shut up and listen and really take that in and you still might not agree with their opinion mm -hmm. and you still might not agree with what they're saying but knowing that mm -hmm. what they're saying is valid for them and probably valid for most probably just valid in general probably valid in general <laughs> um but it doesn't mean that you have to change your opinions but it does mean Especially, that like you it's not need that, to listen i don't think any well, I can't speak for everyone. For me, I wouldn't want someone's opinion just to change just because I told them to. I think it's much <laughs> it's much more lasting for me for someone to arrive at what I perceive yeah. as the truth because they've arrived there. No, I agree. And so for me, especially being like, everyone has their role to play in everything that is happening. And I've always felt like my role was to pull people back in, you know, like with truth and with like honesty and with, I'm more interested in people arriving at the truth because they truly believe it and not because they've been told that, that it's true. Yeah, I think one of the biggest issues too with this particular situation mm -hmm. with this tarot deck is, is that um, I think a lot of people were upset because it felt like that um, either Katie or others were trying to cancel this person or cancel the deck or which makes me throw um, my hands up in like or or in like frustration because well it's, it's valid because yeah. cancel culture is a very very prominent thing right now whether in the tarot community or mm -hmm. just in general it's a very very intense thing that's going on and a lot of people feel very defensive over it or they're ready to like yeah no fuck this person let's get them out of here i'm mm -hmm. not i'm not handling this anymore but i feel like um the fact that this creator decided not to open up a conversation and just didn't answer any questions and just kind of shut things down and then took it down oh one of the things we talked about yesterday mm -hmm. is the big difference between having an let's say let's say i'm an artist and let's say i have a gallery show my work's completed it's up for sale um and you come and you say and you, there's people that are going to have things to say and there's there, some people are going to like it some people aren't but at the end of the day it doesn't matter i might sell it to another person right like someone might have not liked it and they might have said really bad things about it or maybe it made them uncomfortable but somebody else came in and said i love that i it really connects with me i have a perfect place for it i'm gonna buy it and in the end it didn't matter what the other person said right mm -hmm. in this case 
And, and that a lot of the times happens for decks that are already created that maybe people get, you know, negative feedback towards or things like that. When you stick something up on Kickstarter, you are asking people, do you support this? Mm-hmm. Do you um, like what you see? Do you like what you see? Because if you do, I need then... your support financially and then I can produce it. Because if you were just to be producing the deck and then a couple people not having issues with it, technically you have the right to just continue to keep putting it out, you know? Uh, But the fact that you had something up on Kickstarter, you're asking, do you like this? Do you want to support this? Um, It's as if the artist is asking the gallery, look at my work. Do you like it? Will you commission pieces based on this? Yeah, it's it's, it's different when it's in that space because you're in a you're in a position to say do you want to support this and if somebody comes to you and says no here's why i really think it's important for those creators to say either i don't agree that's not or being canceled that's just not being fun you know that's just yeah. people not being like i don't want to support this yeah or being like okay well why don't you want to support it because i am very very passionate about it so why don't you want to support it how can i make it better so that you do want to support it or um oh hey i didn't think about it in that way maybe you're right i thought it was kind of funny uh, maybe i can change it because it sounded like the creator did that for a mm-hmm. couple of the other cards which i didn't see i don't know i wish i could talk more on i yeah. just don't know um but I feel like uh, the fact that the creator just kind of eventually took it down off Kickstarter and this and that, it made it seem even more so that it was Katie Flowers' fault mm-hmm. that it wasn't, that it was taken down, that it was canceled. When in actuality, the creator just yeah kind of bowed out and that's her choice and that's honestly fine but i don't think that it should be labeled as canceled because of that i mean i feel like and not everyone agrees that cancel culture is even a thing which i understand why people do yeah and i understand that there are examples quote unquote of this but the phenomena and label so like the word cancel culture has baggage attached to it with implications and assumptions and I've seen a lot of incredible posts about how that were like, I've, I've been seeing a lot of good discourse on how people being like, no, calling something cancel culture is just dismissing the movement in general. And like, I've been seeing a lot of interesting. I'm confused. Like, what do you mean? So like, let's say, so calling something, oh, that's just cancel culture, right? It's a very broad way of just dismissing something. Oh, that's just cancel culture. That's just cancel culture. Hmm. So, I just haven't been, I just haven't, me personally, I haven't heard it used in that way too mm-hmm. much. I'm hearing it as like, um, I hear most, most often when people bring up cancel culture, it is someone being interviewed and asked what they think about cancel culture. That's, oh, really? Yeah. It's like, what do you think about cancel culture? And then. Cause I've seen a lot of good it's points. Like, like a lot of people that were quote unquote canceled, canceled themselves. You know, they did it to themselves. Like, well, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, no one said take this down or else, mm-hmm. but the creator decided to private her Instagram and take the deck down off Kickstarter. So they chose to do that. They didn't fight for what they wanted. They didn't, mm-hmm. you know, open up a dialogue. Um, let's kind of, I feel like we're kind of running in circles and beating this a little yeah. bit, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Let's talk about 
let's talk about kind of like censorship, right? So I was when talking yesterday. Sen- when well, is it censorship? Yeah, like when is it when is it somebody's first of all, let can I just say this? I'm so over decks. Like there are too many fucking decks. Okay. I, I can't keep up. There's a lot of them, in my opinion, are just shit. And they're just making money. And they don't like a lot of decks. Not saying that the Star Faded Tarot is that. I don't know. I, I really don't know. But from what from seeing from my position, and I don't know how other people feel. And I think a lot of deck creators might feel the same way. Like it's there's so many decks. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I really feel like it's oversaturating a tool that is but so important. Can people to say use. there are too many paintings, you know? There's too many paintings. There's too many. There's too many books. Stop writing books, you know? Yeah, I guess. I just feel like because this is a, no, books are different. But also there is a thing about how many beginner books are they going to write around the same fucking thing. Like Mm. Witchcraft 101, where it's like literally the same goddamn things from the same books because it's really easy marketing and it's really easy to publish. Not that there's anything wrong with beginner books because I enjoy reading them from time to time. I think it's great. Um, but, but there doesn't need to be 5,000 of them with really pretty covers on them. Like there just doesn't, I don't, I don't, Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't know. Like it's just starting to feel to me that there's so many tarot decks out there and which is, I mean, I, I'm on the opposite <sighs> end of your spectrum. I, I say more. <laughs> whatever, whatever we got, double it. I guess maybe because opinion. I just, maybe because I, I found myself in such a, mm-hmm. I am only using the ones that really, at this point, I feel like I connect with. But I guess maybe someone. What if someone hasn't found that yet and it hasn't been made if yet? If you haven't fucking found it yet in the sea of tarot, just keep looking at the ones that are already created. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's too much right now. I just, maybe mm-hmm. today I'm feeling a little bit like, do we need another fucking tarot deck with pop culture references in it? Maybe not that. You know we what I mean? But like also this. like what's coming out, sometimes I see it and it's like, what? Oh, you don't, why? <laughs> what? Is anybody know. using them? Like using them? I don't know. I'm just feeling. They must be. I'm just feeling riled and irritated i think because i mean matt it's just but like i feel like one day like let's say one day i learn how to art okay and i make it to her like i would be devastated if someone was like do we need that do we need that i mean do we really need that that? it would be me (laughs) i would be like yeah we do because i made it yeah well i don't know i guess because there's i'm more so thinking about creators that maybe not the indie ones, but more so like, like the, the mass mass marketed, like you already have six decks out like that look identical. That look identical and like, I don't feel from you that this is something that you felt really needed to be out there. I feel like, like you saw Doreen the, dial, virtue decks. Like, the dollar signs mm-hmm. and then it just happened. Because whenever um, you would remember when we used to go to Barnes and Noble and there was like six or seven Doreen virtues. It was like, it was like angels of abundance, angels of hope, angels of love and hope. And then it was like, man, okay. Your angel guides. Your angel guides. And it's like, okay, okay. I see how maybe, maybe, I mean, obviously in my opinion, the more the fucking merrier. 
But I do see what you're saying about there being some sort of, you know, like, wait a minute, what's going on here? These are the same. Well, okay, so in the in the art world, right, or especially in like the fine contemporary art world, you go to exhibitions and that is something that's brought up again. Like let's say in glass art, mm -hmm. which is the medium that directly is what my gallery that I work for deals with. Like I see a whole bunch of other different art at these like big exhibition fairs and stuff like that. But just in the world that I work in glass art, it's very much around like, do we need another artist that is making a fucking vase or a vessel that has Marini in it? No, can't tell that apart, seen it a thousand times, give me something different. Mm -hmm. And that is something that comes up in our collectors and our clients, our other artists, they'll look at a piece like that and say, everybody makes that. Like, yeah. you might feel like that's really impressive, but like, why did you make it? Like, there's so many of that, like, show me some more, show me something different, or why is that different than every other vessel that's out there. And that is something that is brought up in the art world. Like, what does it mean? Why are you making it? Why do you feel connected to, 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 do, to do that piece of artwork? And you won't sell your pieces, not always. Some people will just buy it because it's pretty and they like mm -hmm. how it looks and that's fine too. Mm -hmm. There is clients and collectors out there that do that. But at the same time, I would find that the people who really care about the art medium and the art world are more interested in hearing why mm. an artist made it and what makes it different, what makes it unique, and why we need this piece of artwork. Because some of the artists are still making vessels and, and vases, but they're really turning the idea on its head, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And just being like, wow, I've never seen anything like that before. Yeah but it's still technically a vase or still technically just a vessel. It's like, hard because the gallery that I work for, we really don't take artists in or take artists on that aren't, that don't give us a good answer to that question. Mm. So I'm really blessed to see like the most in innovative, the most experienced, the most technically advanced, mm. the most highly sought after artists in the glass art like sphere mm -hmm. but I notice when I go to these exhibitions and I see other galleries or I see other artists represented and I'm like I get a little nose in the air or it's more so like I've developed my sense of asking the question why you know what does that mean what did you do did you like just really like to make it or mm -hmm. is that just your thing or what what is it about that makes you feel like you needed to create it and express it um, and I think that that's carried over into being a little bit of like a tarot deck snob. I don't know. Maybe, Maybe not even being a snob, but more so like I think about why, why did you make this deck? And if you can't say this is why, and I'm really excited about it, or I feel very passionate about it, or here's where the inspiration came from, or this or that, and I feel it's a genuine answer and not just a money grabbing or like a, I don't know, I thought it would be relevant and kind of funny or like, mm -hmm you know, ah, this really fit and I've always wanted to create a deck and it's like, I don't feel like the intention is backed up, then I'm not behind it. And yeah. I just like, I'm like, eh, eh. I think it's okay to always ask those questions if you want to, especially if your money's on the line, you know, because your money's on the line. And once you, and we've talked about this before, once you have art for sale, it's open to critique, mm -hmm. whether or not you knew that. Now, you know, <laughs> if you're listening and you didn't know, as soon as something becomes for sale it's open to critique well i think even if it's not for sale if you publicize it and you put it on a public platform mm -hmm. it's open to critique it's open to critique and i don't it's not that i'm saying that private things quote unquote aren't open to critique but i do think 
the love, the level, maybe the approach for the approach that I would take personally to public for sale art versus private art is different. If I saw someone's private art and I was just going to randomly critique it without them saying that that's what they wanted, I would do it differently than if it was something for sale. Okay. And that's just what feels right. Yeah. Because you're asking Mm -hmm. like, would you like, do you value this? Would you purchase this? Would you an exchange for energy and exchange Mm -hmm. for goods, you know, give me something for this in return. Um, it's just interesting too. And I, I think we, we brought up some things last yesterday that we're missing that I think were really good, but I also think we're kind of, um, maybe we're, we're being more succinct. We're, yeah, we're, we're talking about things in a, a little clearer way because I think we were working some of our opinions out as we were talking, but there's also a lot of magic in that too. But I, I am, yesterday was the new moon in Aquarius Yeah. with uh, conjuncting urine, urinal, not urine, no, Uranus. No, square. Square? Was it a squaring Uranus, Taurus, something? Anyway, someone said it was going to be a lot Have of... Have your notes. I do. <laughs> During this luminary Uranus, who's in Taurus, will square the Aquarius moon. It will be important to take action around transforming our views and scope of information. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was interesting about... Expanding yeah, the, the scope of information. Oh, sh- oh, shit. And then Every 30 days. on top of that, there was a bunch of stuff that people said was going to be happening with social media and social networking. And the, Very Aquarius. The way that our sc- the scope of information we were going to be taking in was going to be expanding and it was going to be changing and different and mm-hmm. it was going to be something lasting going forward. Yeah, that's what Aquarius is all about. And it's really about fighting for the underdog. It's really about inclusivity, equality. It's really about community. It's really about kind of bringing things together and having a um, having an open opportunity for all people involved, places or things, depending on what it is. Um, so because Aquarians are normally, or even just the energy of Uranus is very much a um, outside the box energy, you know, they don't fit in the box. So they want to either make the box bigger or get rid of the box entirely so that everyone is included. And that's really important and really great. Um, especially when it comes to being in a moon, in the moon, whenever the moon is in the, under the sign of Aquarius, um, you know, it's mixed with our emotions and how we interact and feel nurtured and want to nurture and, emotionally invest uh or interact with things and when it's in aquarius who fucking knows it's a roll of the dice sometimes so mm-hmm. yeah i think uh, the zoom failing on us was a big indication of that so is there anything else i mean i re- oh okay so can you grab me my phone behind you so we did have some people um send a voice note because like I said I did this Instagram live and I asked for people to kind of it was more so about the idea behind giving like your opinions and your critique on art versus like just fine art or basic art versus giving your opinion on um, a tarot deck and that's very specifically used as a tool Mm -hmm. to that's something else we didn't talk about yesterday about how I think people are so much more emotionally invested in the art of a tarot deck because it is used in uh, ways to help connect to others to connect the divine to connect the subconscious I had my phone was dying so I had to turn it back on um so 
I feel like people are really picky and very invested in the way in which mm -hmm. it is used as a tool. So they want to make sure that the tool is, is prepared right for them to use. And they feel like because it's something that they're going to use, they have more say in what they want it to be or what they want it to look like. So um, Dana from the Shadow Moon Witch sent us voice notes. Oh, good goodness, my phone's going off. So sent us voice notes for uh, my question. Let me try and find it. You say some things. So I think it's I interesting. To get to this. It's interesting that this has kind of turned into, I mean, it always kind of was. There's like an episode about critiquing art what's okay what's not should things be taken away and i still feel like it's important to reiterate that i don't think that this was necessarily an attack like on art itself or like mm -hmm. anything like that it was it was i just think it's interesting the role that art potentially plays in something like stigma yeah and harming people and if art harms is it ever okay? And uh, I don't have a direct answer for that. Personally, I think, again, my opinion is I always defer to the lived experience of somebody else when it comes to a direct opinion. But like when I think about something deeper, and we mentioned yesterday that when I, I, grew, I grew up in Texas, right? So the First Amendment and the Second Amendment are like shoved down your throat. It's, oh yeah, you did talk about that yesterday. It's, it's uh, free speech at all costs. You say nothing is censored, nothing is ever off the table. And growing up in a society that values something like that, eventually you will come into contact with opinions and ideas and voices that harm you. And you have to be okay with that. And I'm not, and I in no way think that's a good way to see the world, but I do think it's important for me to recognize that, especially out loud as a way that I've been programmed. And if anyone else listening to this is from the South, especially the Southern United States, there's a good chance that you've had this drilled into you that free speech at all costs. And something like that can still be a value to you. It can still be important to you, but you can take a step back and think free speech at all costs. Yes. But am I willing to pay that price or like, and you know, just really starting to rethink why you would think something like that or, you know, yeah. So this is Dana from the Shadow Moon Witch. It's in three parts because the voice notes only let you record so much. So bear with me. I'm going to put it as close to the mic as possible, but here's what she had to say about it. So I personally am in between two thoughts on this. And the first is that I honestly have always looked at tarot through the lens of art. I That's why I have it a deck collection is because I love to see other people's interpretations of the cards and how they see them. But when it comes to critiquing tarot decks, which are a tool, and follow a certain system, that also can be kind of dicey because you have people's interpretations of the cards, which can be fluid, but also it depends on how we censor art and should we censor art and should that be something that we do when it comes to a spiritual tool when we censor art we're censoring the message or the emotion 
that art conveys. And the problem with that is that art is an expression. It's a message. And oftentimes it needs to be seen or heard. But it also depends on how that is carried out, um, how it's executed, the time frame in which it is shown, which is one of the issues that was sort of taken with this recent Kickstarter campaign that had to be canceled is that um, it just was a bit too soon and the execution of some of the art was not quite appropriate for the current time and it should have just been carried out in a different way. So I'm honestly very conflicted when it comes to this topic, as I said, for those very reasons. I don't want to suffocate or stifle the message that art is potentially being conveyed, especially when it is linked to um, psychology or spiritual development, and tarot is linked to both. But at the same time, I do think that there is an etiquette to it, and that is something that we really should be mindful of. And thus, in that case, maybe it is up to interpretation of critique. Yeah, I liked that. I'm glad we listened to that again because we I understand it way better this time so did than I. I did the first time. So did time. I. Um, and I think bringing back to she, she's she she brought up two main points that I think mm -hmm. were really interesting, and that one was timing which I don't know how I feel about that. Like, is there ever gonna be a good or not good time to express an idea via art? Maybe. Um, the way in which the image was depicted with the Seven of Wands, if that was created 10 years from now, 20 years from now, 30 years from now, would it be better? Yeah. Not really, but also I, do can, I can see in ways in which different artwork could have been portrayed at different times and it would be better received or not as well received kind of thing. Yes. Just that one example doesn't really work for me, but others I can think of would. Um, like... Her second point about... It comes separating, not separating, but so like she brought up these, these thematics of tools, critiques, tool, critique, and... I can't explain what she said. It's like, because it's a tool, is it a different type of critique? Because it's a tool that we all use, does it need a different approach? So the example that when we were starting to hit on this topic yesterday that I brought up was when the good tarot was a big issue. And the good tarot is by Clet Baron Reed. A lot of people had many different types of issues with the deck. Which is such small fry, you know? Like, think about the issues that people well, there were wasn't. having. Well, there wasn't because there was a card in there that had, I think, it, I think it's the Buddha statue or something like that. And oh, really? It, it didn't go with the deck. It felt very... Oh, it was like culturally appropriate. It was because it didn't, it, it, there was no reason for it. It also didn't really make sense for the card. So it felt mm. very like a, Forced in a there gimme no Buddha image type thing, I think. I can't remember the exact issues. I, I'm pretty sure that would be the issues on that card. That was just one example that I felt was like, yeah, that's kind of an issue. Um, but a lot of the other ones was just the name, the good tarot, and how people didn't like that it insinuated that other tarot was 
inherently bad um, because a lot of the cards that were difficult or challenging or kind of quote unquote scary had very different names or very different images that were like pretty. Um, like the death card was transformation and the image is like a young girl like blowing leaves and sparkles out of her hands when the death mm -hmm. card is like very much um, linked to transformation but not yeah. normally well received depicted in that way the example i gave was the tower card because that, that was what i heard the most people were like this i can't read this deck because look at the tower card and the tower card is this like beautiful castle along the sea and everything's perfect and it's like sunny and blue skies mm. and picturesque vacay airbnb type situation um when the tower card is normally destruction and people falling and burning out of buildings with like tons of lightning and the rubble and um however i love the good tarot and i don't use it necessarily for tarot i use it for spirit connections it's just always connected really well for uh, spirit guide work or spirits that have crossed over. I love that deck for that. I don't know why it just works for me, but the tower card never really gave me an issue because to me, Ooh, maybe I'm getting triggering. I very much grew up in a home that looked great on the outside and that seemed like everything was good. And there was a lot of chaos and a lot of turmoil and a lot of trauma and a lot of dysfunction happening um, in my early teen years and, you know, my late childhood years. And that really resonated with me with the tower moment where sometimes you don't need to see an image uh, of people falling out of a building to know that the foundations are faulty or the building has termites or on the inside there's trauma, you know? Mm. Um, and so mm. it really was one of my first ways to think about tarot in that way where somebody just absolutely hated the image and couldn't use it and couldn't mm -hmm. work with it and just denounced the whole deck in itself and thought it was shit until you i loved up, it i forgot about that whole the way that that was being critiqued never felt right to me either the way that people were going about talking about it yeah it felt it's not that i like pride myself on being educated because you i'm do. fucking ignorant like you i know a that. little bit though and uh but yeah it just, it just, sometimes the way that people talk about things, it just strikes me as just, uh, maybe like low energy, you know, just wow. like low vibration, man. <laughs> and also just like, it lacks some sort of education sometimes. Well, I think a lot of it comes from people's need to feel validated in their own, um, knowledge on certain things. So I feel like when we, don't connect to images in that way because we feel like they're not depicted the way it should be and the way that the card needs to be represented. We assume we, we assume need to tell, we need to tell, we need to tell everybody else. why it's wrong and why it's not done well and why it can't work because that's not what this card is about. Um, mm -hmm. And I feel like that's where I was like, ooh, so, okay. Yeah, that's an interesting that's a power that's a, dynamic. That so I think that's an interesting comparison to make just to show people the difference and the similarities. So... The difference here, obviously, is that this serene picture in the good tarot of this serene-looking tower, where, to be fair, we don't know to what's going fair. on inside, but on fair. the outside, it looks fine, right? Yeah. Uh, and then a card depicting Britney Spears having, um, like, a moment of mental unwellness. And then with the caption, like, I think that was, yeah. that was even, that was even like a bigger so portion like the of way, it. The way that the card was, the way that the card that we've been talking about this whole time was presented was as a joke. 
was like, uh, you know, you can do it. Don't fall apart. Like, don't have a mental ha, don't breakdown. Don't have a ha, breakdown. Ha. ha, ha, ha. Like, that's not exactly how it was. It was pretty close, you pretty know? Pretty close, yeah. So I think that's very different than being like, So here's a picture of a tower where it doesn't and look then like I it. think you bring up the good tarot is awesome, too, because critique, like, people have been, like, taking things and taking, shutting them down or being like, no, get rid of this. Like, I don't look at that. You know, yeah. this isn't new. This isn't a new phenomena. It just has a new lens on it. Okay, but that tower card and the critique on it, that is a critique because people either did or didn't connect to it. But that image did not inherently cause any stigma or issues for people mm-hmm. who were underrepresented or who fit yeah. minority statuses or who, you know, have less privileged than others Mm -hmm. the tower card wasn't as big of an issue because it's literally just about what you think the card should look like versus using somebody's like difficulties in life to create a joke for Mm. funny like or or just like relatable pop culture references on a deck so that's um, very different because some of the comments and some of the discussion oh yeah let's bring some some of the comments and discussion i've been seeing about this was gross to me because people were like, why are we still having this conversation? Can't everyone just get over it? Blah, 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 blah. Why are we always talking about this? Blah, 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 blah. And I found this psychology article about basically why we do have to keep talking about it. Uh, so th- there's this article, everyone can look it up. It's called How Collective Action Produces Psychological Change and How That Change Endures Over Time. A case study, this is the longest title ever, a case, <laughs> a case study of an environmental approach by Sarah Vestergren and John Drury. So basically, psychological change stays with you beyond your immediate participation. So like I said, you and I talking about this right now, all of us engaging in this conversation, educating ourselves, has lasting impact. However, as time goes on, that impact decreases. So we have to keep... So crazy though, too. Not, I'm going to interrupt you because when you read that yesterday and we were in the thick of it and it was new and we were just talking about it, it was like, it was like, well, yeah, obviously. But then literally 24 hours later, us talking about it again, I feel like I've lost, I've lost energy on it. I've lost mm. passion on it. I've lost interest on it already. And I think it's mostly just because it's hard. Exactly. It's psychology. It's, it's, it's textbook it's love. textbook love. Get with it. Um, I really just like, I can't, most of that, people, people most of the tired it. is just because we, yeah. it's so hard to like re-record try and something. re-record something. But a lot of it was too very much like, we already talked about it you know like keep momentum going and something that's really difficult so i really admire people that are willing to keep that momentum going and keeping people engaged and talking about things like katie flowers like we obviously are a huge stan of her mm -hmm. but we also huge bias alert we are on my end yes no exactly (laughs) but but we we became stands of her for a good reason and um Mm -hmm. whether or not you like what the video was about or how she approached it um i feel like it's still an important thing to be brought up mm-hmm. and i i think we i think both you're right really people like, really had an issue with it and they really are like wait what can someone explain this to me they're allowed to ask that question that's yeah that's never the issue i just want to say that you're wrong no I'm just <laughs> no um, so but- we had we had since since the um 
podcast was late, we asked more people to send us their opinion and we had somebody else DM me. They didn't send a voice message. So I'm going to read it to you because she said that I could say her name and, and read it aloud. So her name is Dominique. And this is what she had to say. Um, mostly about, again, the idea behind critiquing art or fine art versus, you know, critiquing tarot decks or giving your opinions on the do's or don'ts of tarot. So it says, hello, I just finished watching your IG TV video about art and tarot decks. And I agree that the only slight difference is, is that tarot decks are a tool and more direct in its imagery. I do think it's okay to critique and give constructive criticism criticism, but to bash a piece of art or a tarot deck and call it garbage or to tell people they should not bother with it is not okay. I think it is important to be objective about both. And if it doesn't resonate with you, then it doesn't resonate with you. Doesn't mean it, it won't with some, someone else. I think portraying anything that feels right to the artist is okay with me. So long as they are not portraying something immoral, like hardcore abuse or something. I know a lot of people have issues with seeing art or tarot that is more sexually explicit in nature too, but I'm perfectly fine with that. I hope that made sense. And I think that, you know, it's basically everything we were just saying. Yeah. Um, it seems like, Dominique, I hope that you yeah. agree with what we've been saying before, but it does She's seem- She's like, these bastards, don't put, don't associate with them. Yeah, no, I just think that um, so bringing, up, really bringing up again that it's, the difference is, is that it's a tool, so it's it's used for things. So people want to make sure that their tools are the way that they want to, you know? Um, and I liked what she said about not portraying something immoral, like abuse or something. And then that's a fine line, though, because to me, portraying an image of somebody like Britney Spears without allowing them in on the conversation is a form of abuse. Yeah. You know, it. it's such a fine, it, I, I hate saying it's a fine line. It is a there, fine line. And it that's... is a fine line, but also it just, you know, it's very nuanced and, and it's bears repeating Make sure that your opinion, your opinion on something like this, is deferred to someone with a lived experience. Because, right. like, you might not be offended mm -hmm. that Britney Spears is being portrayed that way. And the thing we have to remember is that she's never actually come out and said, like, I have X, Y, and Z, and these are the um, the illnesses that I suffer for, mm -hmm. suffer suffer with, and and have been put into this horrible situation because mm -hmm. of. However, we do know that she is under care because of issues that she has. We don't know what they are, but mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. Um, it was pertaining to her wellness and how she couldn't care for herself. And there are people out there that are mm -hmm. like, I relate to so that. So I think that basically what I loved about these opinions that were submitted to the Speaking of Which podcast yeah. is that it shows that people do have like thoughts and opinions and uh people are like looking at this one step beyond like the surface. Right. And I think a lot of people seem to be upset. They're like, everyone's so one-sided on this. Everyone's group think everyone is blah, blah, blah. Okay, I'd, this I'd, is a good segue. I'd, I'd say that everyone that submitted their opinions to us, maybe like was veering a little more towards like a conservative, like, I don't know how I feel about this, but I'd say a lot of people, are feeling like, okay, I, I see exactly why this is an issue. I see why it's a problem, but I still have nuanced views of things. I still understand 
the implications of what I'm saying. I think like, everything is so situational too, mm-hmm. because when we really bring up like that tower card versus the Britney Spears card, I think it's pretty plain to see which one the actual issue is. Yeah. Um, versus just like, oh, I don't yeah. like this deck. I don't think right, it's like, a thing. Imagine like, putting those two cards next to each other and, and being I said, like, what is your which issue? one is potentially harming somebody yeah you know, you'll know off the top of your head which one don't you really want to use because you don't feel like it fits the card yeah and which one do you think is like damaging yeah. <laughs> possibly damaging as a consciousness like okay so here's what we're gonna segue and we're gonna bring up some tea on it um I am going to state, and I stated like six or seven times last uh, last time we recorded, and I'm going to do it again. This creator I actually very much like. Um, Skylar doesn't know this creator very well, and that's that's what it is. I'm not going to name names mm-hmm. um, just because, and the reason is, is because it is not entirely clear or certain what this creator or who this creator is talking about. It's pretty easy to assume and to kind of like process of elimination i would very much just state the person's name and at them but uh because of the fact that they're not able to defend themselves and say this is what i was talking about or this isn't what i was talking about i feel like it's important for us to just leave it open you can find it very easily i will be reading you the posts you can find it um but i do like this creator and i was very very upset and, and before you very read that, upset. i wanted to say that me reading that <clears throat> made me not interested and you know like it just made me feel very I was icky. disappointed I was very really disappointed, disappointed in these posts but before these posts I did regard this someone as, regard this as somebody that I really genuinely liked and mm-hmm. supported um not saying I don't necessarily support this person now because I'm confused <laughs> like Again, I, I they think, don't actually mm-hmm. say that I'm talking about this, so I can't. And then, whatever you assume, you yeah. make an ass out of you and me. But, but before you even read it, I do think another great thing for people to hear is if someone like a creator says something that really disappoints you, it's okay to need to take a step back and think about that for a minute. I don't think you have to immediately. Turn on the hate, like turn on like the block and the hate switch. Mm, I think you, I think you can give yourself a breakup period if you need, you know, like or just like a uh rose-colored glasses coming off kind of way. Yeah, take off. You know, like I just think it's important to if you don't want to like have people quote unquote canceled. I do think that you can still look at something and be like, I'm not comfortable with this, and I really need to just think about where I'm sitting with it. You know, I want okay, to make so sure that, five, that was clear. So five days ago, a creator posted, I believe on Instagram and on Facebook, I'm reading this on Facebook. It says, congratulations, witches. We've done it again. By mob rule, we've canceled yet another creator and run them out of town. Come one, come all. Our doors are open to you. Not a scrap of dogma to be found here. No, we don't get down with that sort of closed door religious thinking. Here you will find acceptance, a place that encourages creativity and where individuality is celebrated. Unless what you share steps beyond the bounds of what we deem acceptable. Unless you state a different opinion to us. Unless you make us feel uncomfortable, then you'll be next. And it's a picture of like pitchforks and knives and swords and hammers and in the air. And a machete. And a machete. And a crowbar. Um, and so this came across extremely. Yeah. Uh, when you showed me this, I literally was like, oh Gasping. my God. So the thing is, is again, I'm going to state. 
we can't be clear and state that this person is talking about the star faded tarot because with the faded, faded, star. faded star tarot something it's over so it something <laughs> like that um it's it's not clear obviously very vague however it's we talked a lot about how hypocritical it is to post something like this and not actually address the issue and there was 33 comments on facebook i'm not sure about instagram i'm currently on facebook here looking at it and the original post is a lot of people going like who are we canceling who is it what yeah, i missed you know we're like is this about the faded star tarot um this one person said it deserved to be canceled hashtag hashtag blm for black lives matter um and then somebody said um i'm 100 percent with you but but maybe they don't know exactly what it's about um yeah. so i don't know and then somebody else said this is not a good look um somebody else say i don't know what this is about but i can definitely tell that this post is dripping with sarcasm um somebody else said um a lot of people i'm confused i'm confused somebody said jesus christ get a life uh somebody said uh who's this person referring to not once did this creator at least on facebook address or answer back to any of the comments do they like any of the comments it looks like? um i don't have the time to do that because there's 33 comments and i want to read the next post that was made um so and i guess i can go over to instagram but i don't think it's necessary no. so um facebook is where you get the more toxic stuff anyways so yeah, and I can see people's real names a lot of the times because on Instagram, I'll be like, do I know who that person is? They have a different Instagram name. And on Facebook, mm -hmm. a lot of people go by like their actual names. So I'm like, oh, okay, I know who that is. Um, so I know it's like, I, who's Becky? Oh, Shining Stardust. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so anyways, that was, <laughs> uh, so then two days ago, there was a follow-up post that was made saying the other day i made a post which stood up against bullying naming and shaming is not okay what i spoke about in the post happened right in the comments especially on instagram everyone is absolutely entitled to their opinion whether you or i agree with it or not but then but when a whole group of people come at one person it becomes something different to that it's a public shaming the energy of that, I now know from experience, not just a theory, is quite frankly fucking horrendous. So while an opinion is simply being stated, the one you're speaking to is standing alone in the playground, while all your mates look over them and take their turn too. That's the energy. That's not okay with me. And I stand firm on that. I'm not okay with a bullying behavior. I'm not okay with anyone being shamed in the silence. We can have the conversations without directing our righteous anger towards a specific person and eviscerating them, which I think is really hypocritical if, if it's directed towards the Faded Star Tarot issue. Maybe it's not. Mm -hmm. um, and again, I think it's a kind of a tricky situation to bring it up she in hasn't general. Up to any conversations, obviously. So that's the thing, you know, you can't make a statement like that and then not respond to people in the comments. You can't like just at the person next time. You know what I mean? Like literally just so again, fucking we're Americans, say it. We at so I don't know. Like 
just is say it. Cultural it. thing? I don't know. I'm gonna reiterate that the only reason why I'm not saying this creator's name is because of the fact now that you hear the post, you know, I can't assume that it's actually about that. Mm -hmm. However, the it's conversations that's ha happening in the comments are all surrounding the Faded Star Tarot. And there's been so, no contrary comment. Nothing. To... So in this post, you'd have to assume. You'd have to. Whenever you assume, you make an ass out of you and me. But at but the you same have time, to the reason why I'm bringing this up is because the conversation in the comments is about the Faded Star Tarot. And um, a lot of people were just saying, hey, I hope that you're okay. Um, Girl, are you okay? Bullying is totally unacceptable. However, this feels like bullying to me a little mm. bit. You know, if, you, if this is implied towards um towards that and maybe even katie flowers or whatever that does feel because you're saying that she silenced the creator when really you're saying that katie's opinion should have been silenced this gets a little sketchy guys because again we can't confirm whether she was actually talking about it or not but um let me read you some of these comments uh somebody again said i 100 agree with you a lot of thumbs up um, this person said, after reading this, I went over to your Instagram. I must say, I saw no bullying. What I saw was people trying to have difficult conversations about racism and mental health and a disappointment on your perceived stance due to your vagueness and selected silence. Just my take. Somebody else commented on that person's post and said, absolutely no bullying that I saw, just people expressing their appointment on her stance. So... I feel like that's another thing when people do want to bring up maybe a devil's advocate point of view, or maybe they're seeing that it's not being handled in the right way. Mm -hmm. um, and I think you can say that without saying it like that. With, like the way yeah. that this creator said it is that ain't it. It's not helpful. And it's actually more damaging because it's more damaging because it makes people saying, riled up. You no, know? it's like, it's like you saying to somebody who gave a negative book review or, or saying like how something that was written in a book was really harmful because it just wasn't, uh, it wasn't worded in a way that it, it's maybe it was discriminating or maybe it was racist or maybe it was appropriating certain cultures or something. And someone's trying to talk about their views and you come at them and say, you know, oh my gosh, now everybody is going to think badly about this creator and they're never going to want to publish another book again. Well, that's not the intention. You are able, now you're silencing the people who have opinions and who have things to say to make things more appropriate or more inclusive or less damaging. Um, anyways, again, we can't assume that this mm -hmm. one is about, however, um, this person said uh, that um, she can clarify if she wants, looks like she would rather cry bully than actually listen to what people have been saying. It's incredibly disappointing as I've been a subscriber for a long time. Um, so a lot of people were not, even like her followers and her supporters were not, it, not with it as well. There were a few mm -hmm. people that were like, yeah, and maybe they didn't know what it was about or maybe they didn't, but they were just like, yeah, stand up to bullying. Maybe they just really didn't understand if this was connected to the Faded Star. Um, I think it's important to bring it up because it shows that not everybody, ooh, sorry about that noise, but um, it shows that not everybody is on the same is on the here. same page and it is what it is. But um, I think that's why these conversations as boring, maybe as some of you might find this podcast episode. And I honestly hope that the creator that posted that 
it's not even that I hope that they like come to their senses or get it right. I just maybe I just hope that they weren't talking about that. I can't see what else they would be talking about, but I'm mm-hmm. maybe hoping that they do come out and say, "Uh, hello, I was talking about this, not this." Yeah, or I, I, I hope like, that they oh. say, "Like, listen, I was really impassioned, and uh, I just don't know if I got the timing right, or I don't, I just don't know if I got." what I wanted to say across. But what's interesting is, is that I think that maybe this creator is looking at the other side of the situation, hoping the same thing, hoping that maybe someone will just calm down. It's not that big of a deal. You know, maybe from their perspective, they're like, why is this being blown out of proportion? Like, I, I don't know. It's interesting to bring up another side of it. Um, I'm on Instagram now just to see, uh if there was any responses because mm-hmm. i don't see it on um so did you have any other tea did you have anything else because i'm feeling like like what was the tea because this was kind of my tea but i had some fun things to end the conversation with like we did last time but yeah i think i had something fun to end it um what did i say last time just so you guys know i'm looking on instagram right now and i don't see any comments that were directly um answered or like a conversation that was opened up in the comments with the creator there's a lot of comments a lot of um a lot of opinions on here and it seems that most are not agreeing with this um a lot of people hashtagging black black lives matter as if they really are like just not not with it there was one comment that i saw that the creator replied to, and it was about something completely different. Where did it go? Um, I'll try and find it. I'm sorry, what was your, what was your tea I interrupted you? I had nothing interesting. Oh, I love that, okay. Anyways. Uh, oh, wait, I'm reading a good book. Oh, somebody said, totes read this as if Butcher Baby's Monster Ball was playing. And then the creator, commented oh my god just looked it up this looks amazing and that's really the only thing that i can see that they replied to um and that was it so i think that that's really really disappointing whether or not they're talking about the faded star tarot or not i think it's really disappointing that you're going to open up a conversation about basically us not being um i didn't respond to that comment like what the fuck yeah i think it was just not not well executed so go ahead here is the book that i'm reading um it's called When Things Fall Apart by Pima Chodron. Um, available at um, anywhere. Good, in my life right now. Anywhere good books are sold, people. Um, it's so good Is and it? succinct. And he like keeps crying. Well written. Well, that was the last book I was reading. That was oh, making me cry. This one hasn't made me cry. Yes, it did. External I mean, tears? Yes, it was. You were in the kitchen and you were literally holding me like... That was the other book. That wasn't this one. Really? Yes, that was Kitchen Table Wisdom. Oh, you're right. So yes, people recommend available and everywhere. Okay, so um, my thing that I wanted to talk about was that yesterday I had a Skype date with... um, I I call her my niece. She calls calls me Auntie Sammy, but... um, She's my cousin's daughter, and I'm not going to talk too much about her just for privacy reasons. But anyways, we were hanging out in Skype, and something that I thought was really interesting and funny that she said, um, we were talking about goddesses. She's really into um, goddesses and 
her mom is really wonderful at teaching her those things. And for Christmas, I got her like a legendary ladies kids book, I guess. Um, and it has a bunch of goddesses in there and tells you like how to pronounce her name and what the history on them is. And there's like a cool little illustration about them and things like that. Um, and am I boring you? Yes. yes. No, no, it's so good. So uh, we were pulling uh, cards and just playing around and she was like, let's talk about goddesses again. And I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. And she's like, look, I have this book. I was like, I know I got you that for Christmas. She goes, okay. Yeah, I totally remember. And I love it. And I was like, okay. So she got the book and she was reading all of the names. Uh, well, first she started, I, I asked her like, is Vesta in there? Cause we pulled Vesta from the goddess guidance oracle and I was talking to her about it which is why she went to go get the book so she's like looking she's like Vesta 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 I was like maybe it's in there as Hestia um and she's like it's not so she started naming all of these goddesses and started at the beginning and I was like uh okay uh, art art and then I just kind of let her do her thing and she just started naming all of the goddesses in the book and I just sat there and like kind of went like this and waited for her to be done she first of all pronounced everything so well, like so eloquently, way better than I could. I struggle with pronouncing a lot of goddess names and Mm, I feel very bad about it, but she was like, oh shoot. Like she was just like on all of these things and I was really impressed by her. And so we were talking about Vesta because she wasn't in that deck. I was trying to teach her about the asteroid, all this stuff. And I was like, what could you do with Vesta? How could you use her right now in your room to connect to her? Um, and she's like, uh, I don't think we should say use them. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you're right. I don't really mean use them. But she's like, yeah, but mommy says that sometimes too. And you just said it. And I just think it's, you know, Listen, not this, respectful. This woke. Yeah, she's like, I just don't think it's like respectful. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, you're really right. We don't use them. We, you know, they use us or we communicate with them or we connect with them. Uh, so you're right. I don't mean physically or like, I don't mean use them in the sense that I'm saying it, but I should say what I mean. And she goes, yeah, you really should say what you mean. <laughs> and I was like, Okay. This kid could Thank teach. You. This kid could teach that creator a lesson. I know, seven-year-old little f- Spitfire Aries child. Mm-hmm. She was really, uh, she was really cute and really sweet, and we hung out for a long time. But that was the thing I took away from it was that I thought it was interesting because it wasn't something that her mom taught her, um, because she said mommy says it too, and I don't think it's respectful. So it's not like she was like, mommy says it's not a good idea to, to say use the goddesses. It was that she had formed that opinion on her own and knew that the goddesses or goddess energy needs to be respected and that we don't use them. Uh, And I was like, yeah, no, that's what I mean. But also you're right. I should say what I mean. I should, I told her, I said, words are really powerful and you're right. I'll take a look at the way that I, I talk about that. Yeah, you should say what you mean. <laughs> I was so shook. She's right. Anyways, speaking of which. Speaking of which, this has been our longest episode ever by far. Has it? Yes. I don't think it has. But no, I, I, kept, I looked at the clock when we started, and based on where we're at now, this is going to be our longest episode. Okay, well, we're going to take a second to thank the sponsors before we go. I want to say thank you for being with us. This wasn't the funniest episode. Sometimes we have serious, sometimes we have funny, sometimes we have a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. And we did the best that we could. We still would love to hear your opinions. If you have the Anchor app, 
you can send us voice messages um, or you could just DM us on Instagram. Mm -hmm. You can even email us, whatever you'd like. I would love like. to hear your lovely voice. I think that it's something that I would love to incorporate more in our episodes is direct feedback or direct ideas or questions, topics from you guys. Feeling like, wow, Skylar, get it together. I We're wrapping so it up. Tired. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so feel free to connect with us. Feel free to reach out to us. And thank you to Dana and Dominique for doing that about today's episode. I would like to thank the supporters of the podcast. We really appreciate you guys. Uh, it's so nice to see your names every week. And now that we're saying them, it feels like every week we get a little bit more connected to you. So thank you so much to- I feel closer and closer, closer to, you. to you every day. Uh, thank you to Melanie W., Rebecca PK, Kate B., Julie C., David B., Teresa D., Lindsay M., Phil K., Amy F., Samantha G., and this week's newest sponsor, which is Dominic B. Thank you guys so much. We have a new supporter again. Mm -hmm. um, thank you. If you guys want to support the podcast, you can for as little as a dollar a month or $5 a month or $10 a month, even $15 a month. Um, and if you don't want to commit every month, you can uh, like one time thing to a PayPal, which a lot of people have done as well as you can cancel at any time. So let's say you think that you want to do reoccurring once a month thing. And then you realize let's like, say you no. listen to more than one of our episodes and, and you're, you're like, like well, actually, but this is why? Yeah, but why? But why though? You can cancel at any time. So don't feel obligated to like do that. Mm. Uh, anyways, also thank you to anyone who shares it on Instagram, who shares with other people, uh, who just shows us love. We really appreciate it. And mm -hmm. this is a very important topic. I'm very, very grateful for anyone who got to the end. We love you very much. If you made it to the end, send me a heart on Instagram. God, you are so needy. <laughs> I just we, love okay. to hear from my fans. Everybody collectively in the room, you, me, and Phoebe, take a deep take breath. A deep breath. And pray to Vesta, <laughs> pray to Aquarius, pray to Uranus, pray to everything that we can that this records because I will I be even devastated if this doesn't work. We're, we will skip the episode this week if it doesn't if work. If it doesn't, we can't. It's not meant to be. So hopefully yeah. if you're hearing this, you're fucking welcome. Goodbye. Bye.